kid. Mickey, are you ready? Absolutely. Let's play ball. So can you just give me a little bit of your uh, baseball background? Um, so yeah, just like many, many others, I uh, grew up playing baseball. Uh, named after Mickey Mantle, so I, I was born into a baseball background with my dad. Um, played the game at a young age, excelled all the way through high school, got drafted um, out of college. Drafted by Oakland A's, traded to the Houston Astros, made my major league debut with Houston. Um, pitched in the big leagues with Houston and Toronto. Wrapped up my playing career and wanted to get right into managing and player development. And um, luckily enough, I'm right here in Round Rock, Texas, managing a AAA team. It's pretty good. So uh, what do you think is the big differences between when you were getting uh, up into the big leagues and between what people are now getting up into the big leagues? Um, I mean, the game's the game. You know, that's, that's one thing that'll stay consistent. The game evolves as time goes on. I think technology's changed the game quite a bit. Um, analytics has changed the game quite a bit. And we're, uh, us with the Astros, we're obviously on the forefront of all, both of those. So, I mean, there's some things in the game that have changed. The game will always evolve. But, you know, one thing's consistent and is that uh, you work hard, you play hard, and, and you reap the benefits of your hard work. So that's why I'm in the minor leagues, get these guys to, you know, reach their full potential and, and break through in a major league career. What are uh, your favorite uh, types of technology to use here in, uh, with the Roundhouse Express? Um, I mean, TrackMan's obviously probably the most popular at this point. Um, it almost seems like we wouldn't be able to do our daily jobs the same without it, just because the amount of information, the amount of data that we collect. Um, um, video, which is, you know, not anything crazy, but the more video that we use, the more we rely on it. So, you know, you can, it's instant feedback, it's, it's instant proof um, in some ways. It makes coaching... Um, coaching on the fly very easy uh, and it, it's just part of our daily routine which is not something you saw you know 10 years ago or even five years ago when I was a player with the video is it uh, just regular video or is it high speed yeah I mean we, we have uh, we have high speed video obviously but you know there, there's a good amount of drills I do th throughout the day early work or you know even mid-game I can I can you know have one of our coaches or someone pull out a phone and say hey grab a clip of this real quick or or working a drill outside, I can, you know, tell someone, hey, pull the phone up real quick, video this, these couple reps, and it's something we can go to right away and, and kind of stop the drill, look at it, and see the flaws, see the corrections. And it just makes uh, bridging that gap between uh, coaching and, and understanding very, very easy. So what are some different things that you're doing with your son uh, that you were not uh, doing when you were trying to go into the big league? Oh, man. Oof. Everything I honestly I treat my son as if he is a triple A ball player, um, which is you know it might seem crazy, but a lot of the stuff that we do with our guys, there's there's no age limit on when you can teach somebody something, especially when they they have a good understanding. And, and my six year old is pretty mature. Um, I hold him to high standards, but yeah, I mean I, I video his I I find myself at home in the backyard videoing his swing, videoing his at bats. Um, when I'm not there, you know, my wife sends me video of, of the practice and just anything I can critique. Um, when you're teaching and coaching and, you know, trying to develop something, the more you crack down on mistakes and the more you correct them um, instantly is, is obviously a quicker learning curve. So, you know, if I can do that with these guys here, doing it with a six-year-old isn't all that, that crazy if you think about it. So is there one main uh, drill that you love to do here at the Round Express? 
With my son or with players? Uh, both. Oh uh, yeah, it just you know I'm I'm a I'm an open book of drills. Um, I work obviously with with both the infielders, outfielders, and catchers. Um, you know, just honestly, my biggest thing is reps. You know, reps, reps, reps. I think, you know, part of why we've been successful this year, part of why we've had um, the number one defense in, in the minor leagues is the amount of reps we've taken compared to years past. Um, like I said, those reps consist of, of various drills, but just overall work, um, practice, and just, you know, this is Sunday. A lot of other teams have, at this point in the year, have, have, have shut down on-field stuff. We're still out there in 100 degrees taking ground balls, and today we're out there, we're doing fly balls with outfielders, and just continue to get our reps in. At least today, there's a little bit of wind. So yeah, yeah, it, it was a windy day, so it was a little bit easier of a sell to the players, yeah. but, you know, it's, it, it's part of... Um, you know, building that that culture and and habit of continuing to work no matter what the you know what it's like outside, no matter what time of year it is. These guys are in the minor leagues. The the big league t- team and big league uh, league plays a full another month. So and then maybe two months if you're as good as Houston is. So I got to groom these guys to continue to play out through August. So what is your kind of daily routine? Oh wow. Um, yeah, I wake up. I uh, man, it's very very detailed and very uh, repetitive. Get coffee, obviously, to get a good start to the day. I get to the ballpark. Most days I have the lineup already done the night before. Most days I already have um, the schedules done the day before, but that's something I do every single day. Uh, print out the schedule, print out the lineup cards, double check them 100 times throughout the day to make sure everything is good. Um, I get here, um, pull some video from the night before, maybe pull video from a couple nights before put together some some video um, compilations to, to shoot out to players, get them look at stuff, um, make my way out to the field for early work around 2 o'clock, usually work with infielders or outfielders or catchers, kind of just varies on the day. Uh, by then, you know, we're rolling into pretty much the day, which is stretch throw, team fundamental, batting practice, and um, I'm out on the field for all of that, you know, doing everything I can. Uh, come back in, I try to try to take a load off once I get back in here, but usually by then I'm getting the other teams line up and kind of sizing up with ours, make sure everything's good. Um, obviously stuff varies from day to day, but this is just structured. There's, there's some days where everything goes smooth, there's some days where things don't, but um, usually I like to relax about an hour before the game, kind of get my mind cleared, and I usually head out to the field and the dugout to post the lineups and stuff about 30 minutes early because that's when I say I get the most peace and quiet in the dugout, kind of just sit there and uh, prep myself mentally for the game. Um, and then once the game goes, it's all fun and games. So what do you think is the main difference between the players like Jordan Alvarez who uh, made it to the big leagues between those who don't? Well, first of all, Jordan Alvarez is an exceptional talent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a guy who we knew was good. Um, was extremely good here, and he's he's gone to the big leagues, and you know most would expect some sort of drop off. He actually hasn't dropped off at all. He's continued to accelerate and uh, push forward and have a, have a really good first season. Um, but you know, just all in all, the work ethic, the attention to detail, the the motivation, um, you know, mixed with obviously God given ability. This guy was extremely talented. Some are more talented than others, but uh, there's there's a great deal of mental toughness that goes into this game especially if you know you've been in the minor leagues for a good amount of years like a Jack Mayfield who's in the seventh minor league season and made his big league debut this year there's a lot of guys who are four or five years in that have had enough and they don't want to they don't have what it takes to push forward it, you know 
there's there's a lot of ups and downs. There's not a lot of comfortable spots in the minor leagues. There are as you you know move up the ladder, but you know there's still a lot of obstacles and a lot of failure involved if you can't respond and um, continue to to play it out and, and understand that then you won't last long in this game. The ones that last are the ones who really want it. Final question here: If you could build your dream two, three, and four, who's in there? Out of any hitter and any hitter all, all time. Oh my goodness, that's gotta be the hardest question I've ever been asked. <laughs> so Barry Bonds is in there. He's probably hitting. Yeah, I gotta think how I'm gonna protect him though. So you know, I want Altuve in my lineup. Probably hit Tuve second. How do I leave off Babe Ruth? I mean, I don't know. How do I leave <laughs> off Hank Aaron? This is an impossible question, but Bonds is in there. I'm going to go Altuve, Griffey, Bonds, just because Griffey and Bonds are my, my era in my childhood, and those guys were as good as they come. Mickey, thank you so much for playing ball. Anytime. Thank you. Hey, it's Sammy here. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, I would like to ask for your help. Tell me what questions you would like answered. If you could also take a moment to review the show, the algorithms are taking into account how many ratings and reviews I get. The more reviews, the more people they restore the podcast with. And don't forget to play ball, kid.